Welcome to the Big Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Avis, and sitting with me on the couch to my far left is my co-host, the Prince of Pixels, Nick Wright. Also returning to the show is special guest, the chairman of the Chinese knockoff, Martin Reimer. And today we're going to be ranking the top 10 GameCube games. Here we are, guys. We're doing yet another uh, definitive top ten ranking, and you know, Martin, you've agreed to join us for this uh, uh, ranking. Uh, you've joined us on a couple other, especially in the Nintendo ones. I mean, it just feels like a natural fit to get you on with us to do a top ten ranking. Yeah, yeah, definitely glad to be back, guys, and uh, appreciate being on the show. I mean, I, I love Nintendo games. Yeah. I mean, I was a Nintendo you know, kid growing up. So, yeah. uh, yeah, that's my, uh, my system of choice. Except for the arcade games. He likes Sega. Well, I did. Me like too. I, mean, I, I <laughs> mean, as compared to Nintendo who had, they just all, they gave up making arcades after the NES and the Famicom. Came yeah. Out. It, was, it was pretty much just Nintendo in the arcade. So, right. yeah. Um, but, um, yes, yeah, so like what we'll do in this episode, like we're going to get to the rankings, but I thought we might just talk about the game uh, cube a little bit beforehand, um, you know, including some factoid type deals. Um, so, yeah, the game cube came out in uh, November. Uh, I came out on November 5th, 2001 in the U.S. and in hmm. September in Japan. Hmm. Back when they used to have staggering release dates, like that's not really a thing anymore, but it used to be a deal. And they, and, and they, I'm not sure why they ever I did don't know. those kind of. Things, and at least the right? window got shorter. Like I remember, it would be years. Like they would come out in Japan. Like Super Mario Brothers Three came out like a year and a half, two years before it came out in the U.S. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And but, maybe uh, that was because of uh, localization or something. I don't know, but. It couldn't I be just know. that. There's not all that much localization. <laughs> no, no. For Mario Three, <laughs> not not really. Uh, but yeah, so it came out in 2001, and uh, Nick and I actually waited. Uh, we we went to a uh, midnight, like yeah. what do you call it, uh, release date and, party kind of thing. And I don't know how long you had planned this, but it was very spur of the moment for me. It was like, hey, Nick, you want to go to Myers and do the midnight release of GameCube? Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what it you was. You know me, Nick. Everything I do is spur of the moment. Like, I rarely plan stuff out more than a couple of days in advance. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's something we'd never done before, and I'd never done before. And, you know, uh, I think people were pretty excited about the GameCube, and uh, there had been a lot of hype. And, it, you know, their fourth system after the uh, NES, Super NES, N64, and now the GameCube. And it just, and it was a good price. I remember like being really turned on by the price. Yeah. It's a good hundred dollars. reasonable. Yeah. A good hundred dollars cheaper than the uh, PlayStation two and the Xbox. Well, the Xbox yeah. might've been even more like I want I want to say the Xbox came in at even, that was maybe the most expensive one. Cause there was different hard drive. I mean, it was available. definitely, you know, the higher end hardware. I think, yeah. You know, well, it was but, for yeah. sure a computer basically. Oh, basically it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was ginormous. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like the look of the uh, GameCube and, uh, you know, I like the colors. Like, uh, you had the option of, I think purple and black at launch. At launch. At launch. Which colors did you get at launch? Purple. purple. No black. I got black. Did, no, did, we, did I? I don't even know. <laughs> Shame. You know, now I'm wondering myself, did I get purple or black? Because the purple seems the iconic color. Purple is the iconic. Um, you know, I think yeah. I did get purple. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I think we both got purple. Man, I need to I need to go home and find out, and I'll put it like on Facebook, it was purple or it was right. black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the Facebook and if, and if you say you got black, then I probably got black, too. Yeah. Well, black, black is like a popular entertainment concept. It was either purple or RCA. You I know, mean, that was really the options you had. The one yeah, thing yeah. that was cool, like later on, you know, a little down the road, when they started selling like all the controllers of different colors and stuff, mm -hmm. they were one of the first ones, I think, to do that. All the, cause you know, like back in like the Super Nintendo days, you know, you'd have like the uh, the little adapter to play four player games like Bomberman or whatever. Yeah, and, Turbo Tap. And it was yeah. hard to tell like whose controller was whose. You know, you'd have to like I, I know I, like I don't know how many people would do this, but I used to put like a little sticker like around the cord 
so that like on the where it comes out of the controller so you can see like yeah. okay this one's the blue one yeah. and then you follow it down the way and there's the blue one you know and so you know who like what player was what. i didn't do that but that's a super smart idea yeah. but so yeah so like when the gamecube came out i made sure to always get like a different color controller for when i had mm. like four controllers for those you know mario golf or whatever well and to be honest games. that yeah. really started at the n64 years too like oh they, yeah they kind of were yeah. the first yeah. ones to have all the different colors yeah, yeah you're right it, it kind of started there because dreamcast it was, I was all just, the same color i was thinking about the yeah. gamecube because i remember like that spice orange one being like very oh, sought yeah. after spice. Yeah. yeah that was pretty sought after spice. well i had written down here that we got four i think different colors like we got spice platinum uh, i had the platinum one That's did you I have the platinum mine. one yeah, yeah. uh indigo which was purple and what do they call the black i don't think they just called it black they might have just called it black yeah, I don't know. but Not in japan sure. they had 11 different color options in the end oh yeah 11 that's insane i didn't know that just an insane amount of customization they had as far as choices go um but yeah it, it was very appealing i, I remember you know, seeing it in the E3s and the shows. Mm -hmm. And it's just this little cube box that had really impressive graphics. And it had yeah. like a little handle on the back, like yeah, you were meant to I like mean, take it to like land that? parties or something. That was the idea, but I don't know anybody. <laughs> like you're going to like walk around carrying it like a little suitcase. <laughs> well, they say in Japan where like space is more to premium, you know, like people, people would have their consoles like out on the floor with them. And, you know, they didn't have so yeah, much space. Yeah, and, and, you know, you'd put it up or whatever when yeah. you're done. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, it makes sense, in, more sense in Japan to have the little handle, yeah. I guess. But for us, you know, in America where we just have bigger houses and more space. Like, I mean, we had an Xbox. I mean, just literally <laughs> like a VCR. You just yeah, the put Xbox down. controller alone took up <laughs> right. two or three GameCubes. It's bigger than the GameCube, right. <laughs> Its footprint was huge. I, I like the little handle. I never used it, but I liked it. I liked the idea of it. Yeah. And, you know, land gaming was more of a PC at that time, still kind of, it was very novel to have it on a game system. Yeah. And it became more popular with Xbox. Were there today. really, were there any games that you could like network together? I was just wondering, I don't think, aside from maybe that um, there were Star. There, there were a handful that. of games that took advantage of it. Less okay. than 10. Yeah. <laughs> Less than 10. And I don't think all of those were released in the U.S., but it did have an Ethernet adapter, you know, from the land. Yeah. So that yeah. that was kind of a major deal. Like I was doing some research on the GameCube, and I totally forgot it had an Ethernet, mm. could, like built into it. PlayStation Two didn't have one built into it. You had to get it later and in install it as a peripheral, basically. Well, it wasn't built in, was it? Was you, it not? You had built to get in? an adapter. Oh, okay, okay. I was yeah, thinking maybe it was and built It, like, in. screwed into the bottom of it. Right. Okay, okay. So yeah. uh, the Xbox was the only one that just had it natively, I guess. Yeah. And the Dreamcast Again. had a dial-up modem. A dial-up modem, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and with Dreamcast, you could pop it out, pop out the dial-up, and pop in the broadband yeah. that you had to buy separate. Gotcha. Right. So it was modular in that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, but, yeah, the handle was cute. Um uh, the look of it was very cute. The, let's talk about the controller for a second. Very comfortable. Yeah, I, really comfortable. I really like the controller. It looked very toy-like. Like, if you just saw the controller, it'd be like, I don't know about that. But when you start to use it, it feels pretty comfortable. It's a controller that many people to this day declare as the best game, like console gaming controller ever. Yeah. The uh, I don't know if I agree with that, but a lot of people feel that way. The C-Stick was interesting. Yeah, you know, you you could kind of use it like another analog or as just buttons if you just like up, down, left, and right with it. And it had that big green A button. You just <laughs> yeah, just rest it right. on your thumb perfectly. <laughs> and like the funny like, shaped other yeah, like kidney shaped button around <laughs> the edge. Yeah, I didn't really know what to make of that. It, it felt uh, comfortable, like. For it, it really, really fit certain games and then was like very, very odd for other games. Exactly, exactly. They uh, Nintendo seemed to always um, come up with their hardware and design their own games to fit that hard, like their controller and the hardware. They've always done that. Yeah. Right. Whereas if you're a third-party developer, you're trying to make your game port easily to every system, 
GameCube is sort of the outlier, you know. Oh, and it had like those analog triggers that. Oh yeah. They they kind of like went straight in instead of kind of like at an angle, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and they clicked like when you went all the way in, like yeah. it would go in and kind of click. Yeah, the analog uh, buttons on the shoulders is one of the sticking points for emulation for the Switch. It has always been. How are we gonna make the games precise when the L uh, the shoulder buttons are different yeah Yeah. mechanically they're different right Right. and i think rocket league was the first kind of trial that they had to see how it would because the playstation and the xbox has more of the analog like that too Mm -hmm. and uh, it seems to play okay i don't think it's a huge huge deal but i remember when everyone when this when the switch was coming out and there were all those articles early on like oh it's gonna have gamecube games in the virtual console. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, what about the controllers, the analog? It's not the same. So I would imagine very few games would really utilize it to the point that it would be a big deal. A racing game is about the only type of game that I can think of that would suffer, but only a little bit. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if there were any games that like touted that feature, like the, uh, like the really. sensitivity yeah. of the yeah. controller. That, that you had remember. to like, you know, like very gently like squeeze in like maybe halfway or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like I said before, I, I just don't think it'd be that huge of a deal for most games. Yeah. So, yeah. So it came out in 2001 and it's, it was project dolphin as you know, we got to mention whatever it's code name was prior to that, mm. which is interesting because there's a really phenomenal emulator out now called dolphin. Yeah. Paying tribute to that. Yeah. And I'll say up front, um, I'm going to lean on some of you guys a bit, you know, as far as the conversation goes in some of these games, because I've almost kind of been dreading this list a bit. Because GameCube is, without a doubt, that era of gaming period was when I was out of it the most. And I bought a GameCube because I wanted to get back into gaming. And I thought, well, maybe this will be the system to do it. And I bought some games, and I played those games for a bit. But I I never completed a single game. I've never beaten a GameCube game, which you know you guys think is <laughs> hilarious. You know, like, what's your favorite game? Have you beaten it? No. I haven't beaten any of these games. But I've played some of them for several hours. Oh, but several hours. Several hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it was never the system that I played the most. NES, Super NES, N64, played them tons. Uh, Wii U even, I played tons. Um, hmm. We, you know, I played certain games tons. Not the, ex- not the library, it's not super extensive, but then on up to Switch, which I play a ton again. So I've, I've gone from tons and tons of gaming to very little almost completely non-existent as i'd mentioned to you nick before i never even owned a game boy advance which is one of the most popular handhelds ever it may may be the most popular and it came in like so many flavors throughout the years and i missed out on all those flavors like the little clamshells that looked like in any with the nes fittings and that was actually one of my favorite things about the GameCube was it could support <laughs> yeah. the yeah. Game Boy Advance, you know. Yeah, there were games that where yeah. it was meant to link up and give right. you sort of that second screen experience exactly, that Nintendo's yeah. been chasing for oh, all yeah. these years yeah. and got there and now they're kind of abandoning it. Right. Uh, which, I, you know, we, we were just talking we'll off yeah. there. Do you think there's going to be a 3DS successor? And I think there will be, especially since the new president's come out and said recently that there will be. Like, matter of factly, there will be. So, it isn't just the Switch and only the Switch. They're not giving up their handheld division just yet, mm-hmm. which, you know, I guess kudos to them. They always sell a ton, but part of me just wishes they'd focus on the Switch only. Yeah. yeah. I really like playing everything on the Switch because, damn it, it's most it's a handheld too, you know? Right. It's a very cool handheld. I want all the games on Switch. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's not More powerful here, Switch, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At this past E3, no 3DS announcements, and you think finally we're over the hump, and right. then the president comes out and says recently, "Oh, it's not. There will be another handheld." Yeah. So, so we can always speculate later what that actually means. More, more announcements to come. More announcements <laughs> to come. Um, let's see. What else can we say about the GameCube? Um, oh, oh gosh, I got to talk about this. So they came the little dvds oh yeah oh yeah those were so cool yeah they were neat but they were annoying for people like nick and i who were 
you know, like chest deep into hacking at that, you know, like modifying and. Well, I didn't, it didn't bother me that I wasn't able to bootleg them because they were small. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not because they're they tiny. Were, <laughs> I can't bootleg. Them. That's not what I mean. It was hard. It was. I'm just saying it was more difficult to bootleg because those those small DVDs, the writables, you could buy them, but they were like half as much as what a game would cost. I like yeah. the small size. I like them too. Speak don't for yourself. I'm not saying anything bad about Cuter. this. But, okay, all right. But here's the other setback to that is you had less than half of what a DVD's, like the capacity of yeah. the game. That was unfortunate. Yeah, so yeah. the side effect to keeping people like me from modifying their games was half the space, and they always had to fight that. Now, some yeah. games you would never know it, um, that we'll have on our list that just look as good or this better. This should have than, been on you know, one disc, obviously, but yeah. they had to put it yeah. across. Yeah, so the two. one game's on two. So yeah, it was 1.6 gigabytes of space versus the 4.7 gigabytes that your PlayStation 2 and, and Xbox could, could fit. And the other unfortunate side effect or drawback to them fighting that piracy was no DVD player, and that had to have hurt them mm-hmm. severely. Hey, what was that uh, that model that had a DVD player in it? You know what I'm talking about? Yep, there was a Panasonic um, that was released in Japan. Was it the Q? Panasonic um, it Q? was called the Q. Oh, yeah, okay. I was going to say Q sounds about right. Yeah, and you could watch movies on that one. Yeah. Right? yeah. And it looked really cool, too. Like it was, it was very, of the time, as far as what you'd see, like home entertainment, like mm-hmm. audio equipment, it looks yeah. really neat. Yeah. It didn't even look like a GameCube to me, really. Um, <clears throat> there were tons of neat peripherals for the GameCube. We'd mentioned the linking. The Game Boy Player. There's, yeah, Game the Game Boy, Boy Advanced, Advanced Player. Player. Yeah. Game Boy Advanced Player. There was also like neat little things like the GameCube could technically be a portable. You guys remember that? Oh, where you could put the screen on yeah, top? You could yeah. buy an LCD screen, put it on sure. top, and buy a, a battery to run the GameCube. So it could be... I don't remember that. I remember no. something yeah. like that for the PS1, like the remodeled PlayStation <laughs> yeah. 1, you know? I remember that little screen. Well, Nintendo <laughs> didn't release the screen for the GameCube. Yeah, it was, it was like a third-party third party, yeah. yeah. Well, and I think the one for PS1 was third-party, wasn't it? Probably. Probably. Uh, I don't know. I think it might have actually been official. They, it yeah. it fit, like, right on it. it looked, you know, come to think yeah. of it, that would be something like Sony would It, okay it was official. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was official. Uh, but yeah, that, that little thing that came out for Nintendo GameCube was third-party. Um, so that was cool. Uh, let's talk about how many units it sold. It sold 22 million, which mm. I think is the lowest of all of their systems. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course, they bounced back huge with the Wii, but it was down to 22 million. And coming off of it, there, there was always that dip. You know, there was the NES that was up there pretty big. Mm-hmm. SNES was also big. Well, it was their the first time to go to disc instead yes. of cartridge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they really drug their feet on that. And it was the first nintendo console that didn't have a mario game ready at launch yeah right yeah <laughs> so there, there's all these like little weird things going against the gamecube uh, like price was going for it um i i think it beat playstation 2 and xbox to now xbox might have been out a week beforehand but it did beat playstation 2 i think and then playstation 2 went to eat its lunch you know right. from there but it, so it came out basically first. I remember many people being very skeptical of Xbox, myself included. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't even get one. Like <laughs> ever. yeah, that's true. That's oh, true. Really? Yeah, I never one? did buy an Xbox. No, oh. you never. You had a controller, <laughs> but not an Xbox. What the heck is an Xbox? Microsoft. I know. It seems so weird to think <laughs> no. about now. <laughs> it's like so natural now, but oh, back yeah. then it was like no. Get the hell out of here, <laughs> computer people. What's yeah. next? Then a Mac game console get out of here oh uh, wait yeah there was one <laughs> was there google it okay yeah. <laughs> well now because you hear announcements that google really wants really bad to get into the console market yeah and they have the money to do it i mean that's the only reason microsoft is still around now is because they put so much money behind it yeah they bill gates wanted that to succeed so he, bad. he wanted to control the living room right yeah he wanted to be the big swinging you know personality everybody <laughs> wants a printer next to their tv <laughs> um but but you know back to the gamecube so yeah it didn't sell great um let's see 
anything else? Oh, um, it, it was the first to have a like true like wireless controller. Yeah, the Wavebird oh, yeah, was Wavebird. great. The Wavebird was very revolutionary. Uh, there, yeah. there have of course been other wireless kind of line of sight controllers, even going back to the NES. And I even had one of well, those. Well, that too. was the great thing about Wavebird is it was not line of sight. Exactly. It was radio signal. Yeah, and they they advertised it that way too. Uh, yeah, you know, they they were really yeah at that time, like you know, because there there were like little wireless controllers like on NES and like all the little systems would try to do it, but they were always line of sight and oh, they were always yeah. awful. Yeah. yeah, but Wavebird it, was great. Wavebird was perfect. I mean, some you it didn't like you said it didn't have to be line of sight. There could be something in between you and the little adapter that plugged into the front, and it would still work, which was completely novel at the time. Now it's just ubiquitous. Every console's got the wireless, but Wavebird was very, you know, very innovative for the time. Um, let's see, what else do we have to say here? Um, I guess that's really all the like little tidbits and facts that I have about GameCube. You know, w w just wanted to throw that out there in the beginning that I, like I said, I, I don't have a some of these games on the list. Uh, let's see, only one of them, no, two of them, I've never even played. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a couple of them I've only played a few times, mm -hmm. um, but that I have made played the top ten. Yeah, <laughs> that made the top ten. There's a couple I never played. You played uh, a few hours. A few that I've played a few hours. Yeah, yeah. and uh, then but there yeah, are. Yeah, I know what two of them are. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, you know there there are definitely a few on here that I spent, you know, for sure almost beat. Basically, got to the end that just gave up on it. Um, so just just to let you guys know. And one game in particular nearly didn't even make our top ten. That would have just people would have shut us off forever if it didn't make the ten. <laughs> and it's because of me too. Like it would have been higher probably, but me like. But I just never really played it, so I, naturally it's not going to be in my top ten. But we'll we'll get no, to that when yeah. we get there. Right. <laughs> it's because of Martin too. No, yeah, yeah that's I just, true. I, Both I, I of never you. Got into that, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. But, oh <laughs> man, I, I was really <laughs> sweating. I, I, it was before I knew it was making the top ten. I was like, oh god, we're gonna have to do like a whole episode to apologize just to not have it in there. Um, but anyways, getting that out of the way, our usual format. Uh, Nick has, uh, you know, he, he he has a little formula that he does. Nick, can you explain how that works? How we do our top ten. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, basically I, I just, I made an Excel formula that, uh, you know, we, we each do about 15 games mm -hmm. so that that way, you know, that. So we need 15 to prevent. Yeah. We, we needed some overlap. Yeah. We needed some overlap to prevent a uh, bunch of ties. And so ended up, uh, you know, so we just, cause, cause you, you know, we just randomly pick games. And so ended up that we actually got about 21 or 22, I think in total that mm -hmm. we picked. Yeah. But, um, you know, in the, in the formula just, it, it gives points for wherever it's ranked on our list, you know, cause we, we put like our personal rankings. Yep. I'm going to have each of our top 10 in the description down below. Um, but I think what, what I, what I like to do for us is I, since inevitably there's going to be a game in each of our top 10 that doesn't make the list. I think it'd be nice for each of us to kind of bring up a game as our honorable mention. And that, that way, if there's a game on your list that you liked, yeah, it didn't that make didn't the list make just it. because Martin didn't like it. Right. Martin. Know. Right. <laughs> 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 well, so many of these like lists like Nick and I, not always, but they're pretty close. We line up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to, I want us to have kind of a spotlight featured opportunity. If there's a game you really enjoy, but it just didn't make the top 10. But, and like, a you know, there's bonus points given. Yeah. That you know the formula will see like if we have each you know voted on a certain game like if if it's on two of the list then so many bonus points if it's on all three of the list more bonus points and uh, because it should carry more weight yeah it should carry more weight because more of us you know chose this game because I I feel like if if only one of us had a game like say say Martin. Because we always pick on Martin. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We're so nice to our guests. Now I know why you invite me on the show. Right? Yeah, say say Martin, you know, ranked a game number one. Yeah. But it's a game that neither you or I had on our list at all. Right. Then you know, and it it would put it like really high on the list right. because it got really high marks for yep. being scored number one. Yeah. That uh, to, that's just to try to even it out. Yeah, mm. so I want to give you a lot of credit because in there, right? yeah. <laughs> the, the first time we attempted to do this, we did have a lot of weird ties because we were just simply 
if you were one, you got 10 points. If you were two, you got nine points and so on and so forth. Just like you said. Yeah. And now we really we've learned to break those ties because we still get ties every now and then. But we we kind of look. Okay, well, these two games that tied. Okay, well, Ron ranked this game above that game. Martin also ranked this game above that game, but Nick ranked vice versa the other way around. It's like a majority well, rules the, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, so the majority <laughs> rules. So right. since two ranked it higher, then that one wins. Yep. I give you a lot of credit for coming up with this system because it, it works really good. So, And we have a true top ten. And I don't think it's we're not cheating, you know. It really is. If you if you yeah. take all these yeah. bonus points and factors into consideration, you got a true top ten, I think. So I, I yep. stand I stand by yeah. this top ten. We we keep refining it, but I'm pretty happy with it now. Yeah. I like where it's at. Um, well, Martin, I'm sorry we pick on you. So we're, I'm gonna let you go ahead and go first with your honorable oh, okay. mention. <laughs> Guest, uh, you, you should get to bring up the game. Is there a game that you had in your top ten that didn't make the official ten that you would like to bring up now? Um. Gosh, put me on the spot. I need to look. I, I know that's what I'm saying. I need to look down at my games that didn't make it. Now. Get the list up. I'll talk about mine while you guys look, since I I, I know which one I'm going to go with. Quit putting think. people on the spot. Ron. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This isn't our first rodeo, guys. We've done this before. Yeah, so there's your games. I'm going to say uh, for my honorable mention, I'm going to mention a game that I actually never played when it originally was oh, out was on the saying. GameCube. But on this, the Dolphin emulator is one of the ROMs that I picked up and played it a bunch, and that's uh, Mario Strikers, mm. the soccer uh, sports title, which is kind of weird because soccer is not a big thing for me. And there were, like, there are other sports that I'm pretty sure they did have GameCube titles for. I'm, I'm certain they had a baseball game, and I think there was even a basketball game. Yeah. But the soccer game. It's that arcadey style. It's the the sprites are really big and pretty. I've never played it. It's really fun. I've played Mega Man Soccer on Super Nintendo. Oh God, Nintendo. I heard that's <laughs> awful. It's terrible. I've heard it's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> Did you just buy it because you slow? No, Mega I didn't. So I rented it. I oh, didn't okay. Buy it. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that's just a piece of garbage. And you, it would have been like eighty bucks too back then. Remember, N sixty four games were so expensive. Really, eighty? Huh? Uh, no, well, they no. were like seventy dollars for sure. They were way more expensive than PlayStation. I might say sixty nine ninety nine. I could probably buy that, but maybe no. when it first came out. But I thought the prices they, came down. There were eighty dollar N sixty four. It was. Well, Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, 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 but yeah, but Mega Man Soccer was Super Nintendo. Oh, was it? I was thinking it was in 64. Okay, I'm sorry. Never mind. No, Never mind. So. <laughs> For some reason in my head, I was thinking in 64. Okay, but, okay. but yeah, I, yeah I they do. were like 59.99 back on the Super uh, Nintendo. Nintendo 64, I think, was 69.99. Yeah. If not 59.99. I forget. I remember the NES games were around 49.99. Of course, this doesn't factor in inflation. If you factor right. in inflation, it's probably around sixty. I think in uh, I'm, I'm almost positive in my box. You know how like upstairs I've got like all the games like in the box still. The museum, the, the, all the console call it, games. Call it what it is. I'm almost positive I've still got the receipt from was I think it might have still been Babbage's at the time oh, yeah, for the Nintendo 64. Really? Wow. I, I, th- wow. I think it's still in that box. That is that's such a horror thing to it's, do, but it's cool. <laughs> and so it's, it's got, because I, I, I saw it when I was kind of going through that stuff about a year ago. I, I remember seeing it again, and it had, um, you know, because I bought Mario at the same time. So mm-hmm. it was sure. the, the system Who didn't, right? And, right. and Mario 64. <laughs> I got did. pilot wings and <laughs> <laughs> That was it. You had pilot wings and Mario 64. Yeah, it was the two games. That's cool, man, because there, there are certain things that I, you know, I just remember so well because they were it was just such a large part of your life babbage's receipts is definitely something i'd like to have now and <laughs> i would love to have something with that old toys r us orange sticker with mm. for the price yeah that is oh, so yeah. Yeah. toys r us and i i don't think i have anything still with that orange sticker anymore yeah. mm. but ah, i love that Lost i would just ages. love to buy a roll of those blank orange stickers <laughs> <laughs> just label stuff around the house with it <laughs> You can't have that bag of chips. That's 99 cents, son. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, Mario Strikers, uh, you know, like I said, I I didn't, it it was emulated perfectly on Dolphin and uh, Logan and I would play it and he's, he plays soccer. So he's instantly kind of drawn to it because Mm -hmm. of that. But I mean, soccer is an easy enough game to know. (laughs) You just kick the ball into the other team's, you know, goal and, it's an arcadey kind of game, so the strategies really are not 
anything you'd have to worry about. Like I know there's strategies that go along with soccer, but in a Mario sports game, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just, it, it played really, really well and it was a lot of fun. And uh, it, it was in my top 10 based on all the time I put in on the emulator. So anyways, uh, Martin, do you remember or do you know now what your honorable mention would be? Yeah, I'd probably have to say um, a Capcom game, Beautiful, Beautiful Joe. Beautiful Joe. So uh, side kind of beat him up. Um, it was, I, I just very think cool remember. style. Yeah, it had a very different style at the time. And then was it cell shading? It was kind of like this uh, 3D cell shaded look to it. I guess it. you could call it that, yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing I'd know what to call it. Yeah. Like, and I think they made borders, two you know, and like, three, but yeah. It was a very cartoony look, a like comic book kind of style look. Right, yeah. It was made by Capcom, though, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I wonder if it had any, any of the original Mega Man creators. It, it, it had, like, because it had. The characters were cartoony. I feel like they almost look like Astro Boy-ish. They had like Mega Man does. Mega Man-ish, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Definitely. it was like big head, little body kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a, was it a beat-em-up game? Yeah, it was a beat-em-up game. It was a beat-em-up game. Yeah, it was pretty challenging from what I remember. But it was just kind of stuck out on, in my memory as just like one of those games where it was pretty unique. I think it was exclusive for GameCube it first. Was, and yeah. then it came to PlayStation And there was a sequel, Beautiful Joe 2. That came there was a sequel, there. and I think there might have been a third. I don't um, remember the third. Because I know there was even, I thought there was a cartoon series based really? off of oh, it, Oh, well, that wouldn't surprise there me. There might, yeah. yeah, I think. In Japan or here? Here, oh. yeah. Um, Interesting. But yeah, it was just an oddball game and just kind of. Was that a game you owned or was it just something I owned you like kind of. Yeah, okay. I owned it, yeah. I just didn't know if it was like a game. Yeah, I made the mistake to own it. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I mean, a, a lot of people It, it was more like a game. cult classic, I think. It, a very good description. So, yeah. It was a cult classic. Many yeah. people enjoyed but unfortunately, I guess not a lot of not enough people bought it. <laughs> um, yeah. Because I really enjoyed Capcom, and Capcom and Nintendo was just the dream team back in the day yeah. on NES, like eight bit, sixteen bit. Not so much the N sixty four. I guess they really, other than Rare, they didn't have a lot going for them. Yeah. Third party. I honestly don't really have a lot more to say about it. I mean, I, yeah. I would have to go back and replay it again. Well, it's an honorable mention. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Nick, what, what was your uh, what would your honorable honorable mention be i want two uh, i'll allow it <laughs> go ahead man uh yeah because i was gonna say pac-man versus at first which well let's do pac-man versus then let's start with that well uh, I, I did okay well i but, was actually <laughs> <gonna go. laughs> well, I, I thought maybe you were gonna do your other second honorable mention to start out <laughs> yeah and uh yeah so pac-man versus was kind of interesting it came with pac-man world 2 like it, it was like in fact I, i've got it up there somewhere it's up there on the uh, for but, you video viewers only. But yeah, and <laughs> I didn't buy it for Pac-Man World Two at all. I didn't yeah. really care so much about that. But right. I had to have Pac-Man Versus. And, I mean, that was a lot of fun, and it utilized like what um, you know Martin was talking about, how you could you know combine you know, the Game Boy Advance, so you'd have a little adapter, so you'd plug it into the GameCube, and you know you could have uh, whichever player was Pac-Man would look at the Game Boy Advance. And, and he could see, he or she could see, like, the maze and control Pac-Man. And then everybody else is on the TV screen controlling the ghosts trying to chase Pac-Man. But, they, you know, they would only see a very limited view. Yeah. And it was just... It was, yeah, it would just sort of black yeah. out. And then if you got, was it fruit in the middle or some kind of power up in yeah, the middle, it, it would if, expand. If the, the ghost got the fruit, yeah. then, yeah, it would expand a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, zoom out a little more so you could see more of right. the maze. And like 15, better, 20% more. Have a better chance of seeing Pac-Man. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, Pac-Man would have kind of like a little trail around him. So you'd see like that That's little right. trail every yeah, now yeah. and then. Like, oh, there he is. He's around yeah. there somewhere. He's close. Yep. Oh, yeah. And that is a Man, Nintendo did couch co-op so damn good. Yeah, it was a was great awesome. party game. Very I remember unique. playing that at your house, and and people probably recognize it now, of course, because it was released on Switch in their Namco Museum collection. Yeah, and I was so happy when you know they finally re-released that game. Yeah, it, mm. on the GameCube, that was the only way you ever had it up until now. If that Namco Museum sold a million copies, it's on the backs of that release yeah. for sure. I, I had no interest in buying it. Then the news came late that they were adding it, and then suddenly everybody was excited for it. Yeah. I bought it. You bought it. Martin, you, did you buy it? No, I didn't, I didn't buy it on Twitter. In fact, I just saw that they're releasing a new version of that, and I think they're calling it like Pac-Man Arcade. Hmm. 
Hmm. And it's everything that was in that game, but they're also adding in like Champions Edition 2. Oh, nice. So they're they're selling that same game, but with just one other game They need added. to come out with that uh, Battle Royale Pac-Man game. You know what I'm talking about? It was like a four-player Pac-Man that was in the arcades. Mm-mm. What was that all about? It, uh, it, it had like... Was this during the 80s or... No, no. This is during like one? the 2000s-somethings. I mean, this is just not, not that old many years ago. That it's just one of those arcade games that would come out like on a big kind of tabletop kind of screen sort yeah. of thing. Mm. I, I, well, I say tabletop, but it, I think it was upright. It's the kind of thing you'd <laughs> see in a Dave and Buster's now, probably. I think I say yeah. tabletop because they had it like on iOS that mm-hmm. you could put it like on an iPad or something and lay it on a table, and then oh, okay. everybody, other people could like control with their phone. Really? Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, I mean, it was just like Pac-Man, mm-hmm. but there were four players that were all four Pac-Man, like each like a different color Pac-Man. Yeah. And uh, Interesting. I feel like you could like, uh, you would bounce into each other. So were there still ghosts? There's still ghosts. There's still ghosts. Yeah. Um, so the Pac-Mans would bump into, into each other? Yeah, I'm trying to decide if when you ate a power pillet, if you what, eat what, that's what I'm trying to decide. I don't remember. Pac-Man can't eat Pac-Man. Yeah, I don't know. That does I don't not know. exist. <laughs> does not Dogs and cats living together. <laughs> Mass hysteria. <laughs> but uh, it it was I I and the reason I don't really remember is because I never got a chance to play it a whole lot. Yeah. But which is why I wish they'd re-release it on something else. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I I wonder if it was developed by somebody else and that's what's holding it up because that happens sometimes. Maybe. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'll develop by a company that's no longer around anymore, and then it was p- distributed by Namco or Midway yeah. or whatever. That's usually they don't the have the source code. Yeah, they they don't have yeah. the source code, or they yeah. just they just don't have the rights to release it. Right. Um, but I, I really do like that picnic and uh, picnic. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry? <laughs> yeah. I really do like that pick. That's a good one. I'm glad you mentioned it because. That was kind of a weird. Weirdly, that was a big deal, and it was. It even came with its. It was like Nintendo's biggest E3 announcement hmm. that year, and you said that you think you were. At, I were think you at I was E3? at that one. Yeah, I think that was O three. O three. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it's almost kind of. It's made fun of in a way. Uh, I mean, there was every, one on a tabletop. Oh, it, so it did. It did oh, come nice. on a tabletop. Yeah. So. You you oh, well. <laughs> banner ads. I saw it for like a second. I'll throw up an image for you yeah, YouTubers so and and Nick Nick like, now yeah. is now obligated to update the Facebook page as <laughs> he brought this up. I think no, it have, looks cool. I think they have that in Cart Country. Could have sworn I've seen something oh, like that in the past or now? No, recently. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I I've local seen local go Oh, maybe that's what I saw. I've Battle seen Royale that one yeah. somewhere. Oh, I've never seen uh, that yeah, one so, either. <laughs> so there's like a, a yellow, purple, blue, and a red Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. No, that looks fun. I, like I would definitely show. be into that. Yeah, there's like the advertisement for it. I sure have gotten a clear. lot of mileage <laughs> out of that little Who guy. Who arcade advertisement? I mean, what's the that's point? That's a good of it? question. <laughs> Especially <laughs> nowadays, like what magazines, what literature do you find? I don't, arcade I, flyers. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't arcade know. owners. Oh, quarterly. there. See, <laughs> player that eat a power pellet can eat ghosts and non-powered up players. Mm. So yeah, you could eat the other Pac-Man. Sacrilegious. That's horrible. <laughs> Cannibals. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Bandai Namco. What do you expect? Bandai. <laughs> Hey, I heard they're making the new Smash Brothers game. <laughs> mm. um, okay. And aren't they supposed to be making the new Metroid Prime? That's a rumor. Okay. I don't know if that's the case. I, I don't even know if we know, because we know it's not retro. And it's weird, too, because that retro rumor about the Star Fox thing never came to be. I know. That's so, weird. What the hell is retro? Well, doing? maybe they're making Metroid they Prime. They haven't made all their announcements yet. Uh, that's so. true. That's true. <laughs> The Nintendo podcast that we sometimes become, yeah. yeah. The, so yeah, there was a there was news recently that the stock just keeps dropping, dropping, right. dropping, and part of the reason for the recent drop is because of lackluster announcements to at keep E3. people excited yep. at E three, and um and, and to me, I just say, well, it got so sky high, it's only natural it's going to come down and level out to a natural, you know, more expected level it's still really good yeah but it got so high higher than it's been in years and yeah so people are getting restless like where's that like smash isn't doing it for you that's like a new game you know we need more and uh they 
they didn't really wow anybody with any big new announcements at E3. But Nintendo likes to do their Nintendo Directs. It's kind of the, the how what makes them special a little bit. They save the Nintendo Directs mm-hmm. and they just throughout the year have little big big little announcements here and yeah. there. Right. So you know more power to them. And the investors will be happy again, and then the stock will blow up, and we'll start seeing Forbes articles again about how it's higher than it's been in twenty five <laughs> years. Um, okay, Nick. So that that's your one honorable mention. What would your other honorable mention be? Well, I, I really wanted to say the Resident Evil remake because mm-hmm. it just speaking it, of big news too. Resident Evil two remake. Yeah. Like if you remember back on the PlayStation episode when I first played the original Resident Evil and I was like, "This was the best game ever." Oh, you <laughs> loved it, man! You went, you were just spreading the gospel. Well, and that was like the kind of the feeling again when they made the remake. It was like so well done. It was a huge. Deal. It was really? a very, very impressive good, remake. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I just I really liked it, and it was exclusive to the GameCube for a while. Yeah, because yeah. since then it's on Xbox One. Yeah, it's been released on just about everything. Now. It's been yeah. all over the place now, but yeah. yeah, at the time it was only on that. It was just so cool. Yeah, I remember like it's like whoa, Capcom announcement like exclusive Resident Evil. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, GameCube is like <laughs> and, and coming at, back. Yeah. And, and, and then the PlayStation time, Two sold 150 million yeah. units. <laughs> yeah, and at the time I was still used to those tank controls. Yeah. So yeah. I played through the whole game and beat it, the remake. Because oh, that's right. Yeah. Because I think that you even mentioned that. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, so you you still when, could beat it when I you know I bought it like on you know Xbox One or PlayStation mm-hmm. Four, whichever it was. Yeah. Recently. It was like oh, uh, uh, how <laughs> committed am I to this purchase? <laughs> yeah. Just Which would have probably been. T- Ten, fifteen dollars. I've time. lost those tank controls now. Yeah, I strive for something more. Well, they got Resident Evil Nemesis on there on GameCube also. Uh, zero. Uh, Nemesis, I think was. I thought also. I thought Nemesis was the third one. It, yeah, it, it, was it might one. be, but I don't think it was like a remake like this though. Yeah, Not, yeah. it was just a port. Yeah. yeah. But but the zero yeah. was redone like this. Yeah. So is GameCube the only system where you can play from zero to five? I guess, like any of those classic. What games? was zero, guys? I don't remember. It zero. didn't have five. Oh, that's right. No, it, I was thinking four. four. I was thinking four. Yeah. Which four was exclusive? Yeah. Well, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. get for there. a while. We'll, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We're gonna talk about that. Well, what was zero, guys? I don't remember that. Was that a prequel? The before one before one, yeah. one, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> gotcha. It, it takes it's it's kind of like Street Fighter Alpha kind of yeah, thing, you know. Yeah. Okay. And it's still Capcom. Who so they the like the protagonist that. in that? Do you? Um, Rebecca Chambers and sh- which who she was in the first game, right? Mm-hmm. A very small part, but she was there and, and some. Uh, well, like the first con or something. The first game you could play as two characters. Guy, yeah, I forget yeah. his name. Couldn't you play as two characters in the first game? And it was yeah, like two simultaneous. Yeah. Well, no, he's talking about in the first game, though. In the first game, I, I want to say it was you like... Can you can choose could, between uh, Chris... And Jill. Redfield or Jill, which right. and I always played Jill. And you would get different, some different parts of the story if you did one or the other, right? Not a lot. They but did play this? slightly different. It was yeah. very small, right? Actually, it, I think Jill was supposed she to be had easier, like, too. She had the lock pick. Oh, and, is that what it was? And since I didn't really ever play with um, Chris, I couldn't really say... But there were yeah. slight differences. Yeah, that's, I, I remember reading that, and uh, so you confirmed that. Cool. Um, so yeah, the Resident Evil remake, uh, one of the benchmark greatest remakes out there. I mean, now now mm-hmm. remakes are a dime a dozen, right. and I'm always kind of excited when I see one. You know, recently they had the Ratchet and Clank, and now they got the Spyro and the Crash Bandicoot. And you think of a game that was popular 10, 15 years ago, you can count on a remake of some kind. Come, yeah. uh, Shadow of the Colossus, great example. How many times that have been redone now? A couple, <laughs> a couple. But people love that game. Yeah. Uh, so and, and I just bought. Well, not just bought it. <laughs> whenever it came out, you know, I yeah. bought it again, like for the third time. Uh, yeah. When uh, you know, how, like PlayStation's always doing those flash sales. I'll probably grab it eventually. But I, I still want to play God of uh, Was it God of War, man. Oh yeah. The, PS4? the new one. Yeah. Well, yeah I, I, I keep waiting for that to get down to like thirty, and I'm I gonna, know. Like, snatch it up. <laughs> Looks so good. Um, okay. So those those are our honorable mentions. Those yeah. are some pretty good games. Uh, so okay. We're going to get down to the nitty-gritty. This is our top ten. And, uh, Martin, I will go ahead and start with you on this okay, one. Okay, you, sure. you start with your all number. Right. Well, well it's, it's, every, it's all of our number ten. Well, or, or should we let Nick it, just do the countdown? Yeah, we'll let let's Nick do, do the countdown. Let's do that. Okay, let's yeah. do that. Let's do it that way. I, I, w- I was going to mention something. Okay, go that, ahead. Um, this had 
come about whenever we talked about Zelda Breath of the Wild was coming out. You know, Wii U was kind of on the decline. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had done the same thing that they did to Breath of the Wild where, you know, it came out on the Wii U. Yeah. Actually, after it came out on the Switch, right? Twilight, Twilight, um, Twilight Princess. Princess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of got the the GameCube got the raw end of the deal. It got on the that. shaft. It got the sure. shaft. They <laughs> delayed it, and you know, had held on to it for the Wii. So I thought it was you know honorable to kind of mention that that you yeah, know, it, it, it would have been out a game on the GameCube. It was truly designed for GameCube. Yeah, and. They were like, oh, the Wii's coming out. We yeah. got to make it for the Wii now. Yeah, they pulled the same yeah. thing with the Wii U and, and the Switch, like you said. Right. And it, if the GameCube had lasted longer, but it was it was kind of a failure. You know, they had to move on to the Wii. And um, so if if GameCube had been out for a couple more years, it probably would have been on our list. I yeah. probably would have given it more attention, yeah. I guess. And that game is interesting, too, because it's flipped. It's like a, right. it's a mirror image of what the Wii version is, because I guess Link is I guess left-handed. He's then. left-handed. Yeah. L- Link is left-handed, yeah. but for the Wii, they made him right-handed because they, most people are right-handed. They determined yeah. most people yeah. are right-handed, and they wouldn't be able to relate with him if they're swinging the. <laughs> I'm using my left hand because I'm left-handed. Right. But they're swinging, you know, the. Except remote. for you, you would have loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were angry. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. So that's kind of interesting. Like if you're used to playing the Wii version and you start playing the GameCube. And you think you know where you're going? You're going to be turned around because <laughs> it's it's yeah. all flipped around. That's interesting. I never heard of that. It's yeah. a good factoid from yep. Nick. Yeah, it's a mirror image. Yep. I guess I should also mention this. And I don't think this is cheating too much, but I gotta I gotta throw a little praise to that game, Eternal Darkness, just for its concept alone. Right. I never played it, but I loved the idea of that. It was a survival horror game that really messed with its players. At a, at a time when that was still pretty unique. I mean, it's not something that happens a lot even today, but. Mm-hmm. You know, PlayStation, they had it going on with Psychomantis. Uh, what was his name? Psychomantis. Psychomantis, yeah. yeah. From the Metal Gear Solid game. Yeah. Where they kind of like take advantage of your memory card and right. just pull <laughs> little tricks. Uh, but I, I remember, I'm trying to remember some of the tricks they did. Like, I think it, there were times it flipped the screen upside down, maybe. And I think it turned the, it made it seem like your power got turned off or there was a corrupt file, like a save file. He <laughs> did all kinds of messed up stuff to huh. players. I never played it. I don't think either of you ever no. played it too, but I feel like it deserves some, some kind of mention. Just I played it, but I don't remember that. <laughs> did you I, don't, I don't remember like a lo- some of those things. Oh man, yeah. you got to Google like some of the crazy stuff they did to yeah. mess with players' heads. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, all right, so yeah, number 10, Nick. All right, number 10. Get us started. The Legend of Zelda, Four Sword Adventures. You're doing your like game show announcer, <laughs> dusting that off again. So, The Legend of Zelda, Four Swords. You got this is one of the two games that I didn't play. So I, I need you guys to talk about this game a little bit for me. I'm trying to remember if you, you and I, I think played this one. It uh, took advantage of the game, bit. the did, Game Boy Advance, right? Did we play this or did we play the Game Boy one? I don't see. I don't remember. Uh, I know we played versus though. This one, while obviously it's meant to be played with four players, you mm-hmm. could actually play by yourself. Because okay. because right. you could do like different button combinations that would just like bring all the four links into like certain positions, like either like a little diamond position. It was like auto cross. And this was yeah. a top-down Link game, a Zelda game too. Yeah, very much yeah. like a Link to the Past. I probably would have liked it. I don't know why I never yeah. played. I, it. You would have, I think. It was yeah. it was really cool. I mean, it, I mean, rarely could you get people together, but when you got sure. them together and they had their Game Boy Advance SPs or Game Boy Advance, and you know, it had really neat features. Like if one Link went in a cave somewhere. Then you had your own personal screen where you could dig around and do things. And what uh, was it like? All four of you are on. You're in the you're same. You're all on game? the same screen. So at every, once. at all times you're on the same screen. Unless you or go you off, off into like a cave or something. Okay. I don't think it was that. Well, exploratory. yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember. So you're talking about you could play with like your Game Boy. Yeah. I don't remember that. I'm trying to wrap my brain around how this game worked because. When you say four players, my brain, and the way they do it nowadays is they would just have it, you're sharing the world, but you're not yeah. tethered together. But you're, you're kind of, well, in norm, if you're playing four humans, you're not tethered together. Okay. You can scatter around. That sounds um, awesome. It, but, but you are kind of like stuck within like that map. 
Right. Now, whether he might be right, I, I forget if you had a Game Boy. Well, because in theory, you, you could complete a, the game so much faster. If maybe you, you could kind of go on your own. I'm, I forget. Hmm. But, but it was very controlled. Like, you you could go into, like, a cave, and there was maybe, I don't know, like a pot. You could throw it, and then you'd come back out. Yeah. There wasn't a hmm. lot. But I mean, So there was a mechanic that kept you... The, there were life. things you had to do with teamwork. I think. But yeah, I mean it's kind of gimmicky, but the, and there were things where you had to hit like four Nintendo switches. Nintendo gimmicky? At one. What? <laughs> <laughs> you had to hit like four switches at once or something, you know. Uh-huh. So yeah. you know, one so it's necessary that you all be there because yeah. you can't advance without you know. Or or picking up like big boulders or something. I, I, seems like you had stuff like that. Like where, a team lift. Yeah, everybody like grab a hold of this thing at once and throw it. Toss a car like in the Simpsons. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun though. I, I mean, we should play yeah. through it again. I think yeah. you and I did play it. it is yeah. this something that came out on Virtual Console? No, no. I don't think oh, so. Because no. we all have it's a Wii U, we could release. hook up and play it if it did. We all have. Well, I have a GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know I where mine is. GameCube. I have a GameCube sh- and four controllers. I'm certain I sold it to pay for whatever the next iteration of gaming was. <laughs> That's just how I did for an Xbox. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, because yeah. they were so expensive. And I was like, Halo, I was swinging hard from those nuts, man. I was <laughs> loving Halo. I was all about Halo for two or three years. It's all I cared about. It it just, you know, took over my life pretty much, gaming-wise. Um, cool. I'm sorry I don't have anything to contribute to this. It, I've always preferred those top-down versions of Zelda. I mean, Seems like there were, like, rupees everywhere. Yeah, like they're yeah. very plentiful with the rupees. They're just like showered rupees. Yeah, I don't know why, but when I looked at it, I thought of it more as a collection of mini games for some reason. It, oh no, I didn't no. think it was a full blown Zelda no. adventure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it was short. It's but, short. Yeah, but it's a full game. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not like little mini games. Did this? Did this? If you bought this, was did you get one of those collector things? As a bonus, or I don't remember. There was a collector's box, and it may have come with uh, like a T-shirt I, or something. Uh, my memory is remember. white. How I've I, got the box because I remember yeah. seeing the fat box. It was a, so that'll probably show. I'll have to look at yeah. that. Okay. I, I was trying to remember how I obtained these collector's discs because I'm pretty sure Nintendo was just giving them away if you went online and did something. If you registered with their, how did that work? Because I've got two of those Zelda collectors. This one probably came with that. I'm not. I, I don't remember that's, where the other. And that's came probably with. why I never heard of it or saw it because I just wasn't hip to this game. I'm not. I don't even know where the other disc came from. <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to say they were giving it away for something because I remember you telling me about it. Hmm. You're like, this is all you got to do, and they'll send you this thing. And it just came in like a sleeve or something, I think, didn't it? No, did, no it, it came it's in a an plastic. actual jewel yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, it well, came in a case. I mean, well, you know, the plastic, the plastic case. Right. yeah. It did, it did. I don't know. Sorry to throw us off topic there, but I, I, I need to research that because I cannot remember how. Come that, on, man. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I found out how many GameCubes were sold. <laughs> I, I, let I you, did my research. I did. Hey, Siri. 11 different colors, you guys. <laughs> it's important. Uh, I can't remember the details about a Zelda game that's canon and people dig enough to put in their top 10, but I know that. Yeah, and you know how there's that Zelda like timeline that they've like made that official now? Yeah. That it's it's on that official timeline. Where does it lie? I, I don't remember. Gotcha. Fairly gotcha. early on. It's pretty damn complicated. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's fairly early on in the timeline, I okay. think, but, um, but yeah, it's there. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else we can say about uh, Zelda Four Swords? Nope. I need to play it again. Yeah, I would like I'd to play it for, for the that. first time. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we, yeah. we were having conversations about uh, Zelda games that I've beaten, and I was like, oh, I beat a lot of the top-down games. If but we if we get together and we play this, you'll you'll beat it because it's not terribly long. Yeah. Well, we should play that and then the Pac-Man versus. That, so is the GameCube the only way you can play it then? Y- yeah. Yeah. Damn. And it's okay. best played with Game Boy Advance SPs. And I never that's had one of those. Opinion. Sorry. No, that's cool. It was the you know, I think when we played it, or maybe you had the Game Boy and I didn't. That's why I don't remember. Yeah, I think I just I played know, with I the controller know. and I was looking at the TV. And I think maybe you had a Game Boy. Yeah, hmm, cool. All right, Nick, hmm. give us number nine. 
Number nine, Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2, Rogue Leader. Yeah, this was the best launch game, in my opinion, that came out. This was, I thought, one yeah. of the best-looking games oh, yeah. for the GameCube. Listen to you all. Oh, it was the best launch game, best-looking game. You all ranked it so low. <laughs> <laughs> it is on well, my list. It's well, only at number nine because of me. It also goes to show that it didn't have a super strong launch lineup. No Mario game. You know, that, that was at the time unheard of. Yeah, yep. it, it didn't even make your all's 10. It's be, it's below it your 10. It wasn't my 10. It got bumped out at the last second. Now, I will admit it. It is, unfortunately, at my 7. But, <laughs> yeah. but it was a... Nintendo, the N64 and, and the GameCube era, had some great Star Wars, like, you know, those X-Wing games. There were lots and lots of fun. Shadow yeah. of the Empire on yeah. N64. Who, who was it? Uh, what was the name yeah. of the company? Oh, I can't remember. The developers. They Factor were, 5? Factor 5, yes. Thank yeah. you very much. I have no idea what they're up to now, but... Making Star Wars. Are they still making Star Wars games? <laughs> no. no, that's EA now. EA's got the... Yeah. They've got the Darth Vader choke grip on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were, they were synonymous with Star Wars games, like excellent Star Wars games, um, for a while. And uh, that that was the latest of the that line of games that came out on Nintendo, and it looked great. It's it's not like I reluctantly picked it up at launch. I looked at it and I was excited to play it. It it, it was great, and there was a another one that came out. What was it called? Rebel Strike, something. Because I did not. Play yeah. It. But it it wasn't as good. It had like on foot missions. Yeah, those were a little. Lame. It, it was yeah, yeah. but. And I'll tell you, I bought it. I mean, I would have bought it anyway, but I was like sold because it was it came out with the old Star Wars arcade game. Remember that? Oh wow! No. Yeah, it it had so it, was it, playable? it was even on like a, a separate disc, I think. No wow. way! It was like yeah. I do not remember that at all. Yeah, yeah. I, That's exciting, man. So I, you were playing that on the GameCube? Yeah. Shit! I wow. did not know that. My mind is blown. That's like absolutely why I bought I that bet game. That's I mean, a, like I, I said, I would have bought it anyway. Collectors like item probably, nowadays. Yeah. You, yeah. you still got it, I'm sure. You yeah, never got rid of hardly it. anything. I didn't bring it, but yeah, because yeah. I saw it this morning when I was gathering all my stuff. So inside that game, on one side there was that. It's like, do you remember what the discs look like? Did it have like vector graphics or anything like on it? Uh, I, no, I think it just said like the name. Just Star it, Wars. It, they called it like um, Star Wars Arcade or something. That's like so that. That's so cool, man. That is really neat. That's cool. I give props to that, and I, I guess it sold okay, but not great because I don't remember anybody I mean, throwing that in a game. bonus I mean, like yeah, that. Just, I mean, it, it they probably knew it wasn't yeah. going to do too it well. It wasn't as good. Star Wars as Arcade nerds, let's <laughs> nerd up. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll buy it. Well, you know, but Sorry, I, that is one. I mean, as we did our arcade episode, that is one of your favorite games. Oh yeah. Across the board, like, yeah, that is a huge cool. game for you. Yeah. Was it in the top five? Even I think it was. Yeah, uh, I don't remember it. I mean, yeah. it had to be up there though. I, I've always dug it, but I mean, I was very surprised to learn. I knew you liked it, but I was surprised to learn it was that high in regard for you. You know, that's yeah. just a classic Nick game. So to get that on the GameCube, <laughs> pre like Virtual Console and all those days, that that's awesome. That's really cool. And um, not the only one on GameCube. We'll get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what else What else can we say about um, the Rogue Squadron game? I mean, other than it had the best graphics and, you know, do you remember many of the missions very uh, well? It did Hoth again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Was it the first mission, though? I don't think no. it was. No, 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 no. no. It, was it wasn't. A- Space but was the they, first, uh, first mission. I think they did a pretty good trench run. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was like some uh, Y bomber cool like missions, I remember. Oh, and you yeah. could play as uh, all, the, all the different ships you could play yeah, as yeah, yeah. was great. Like you could be the Slave One, Darth Vader. Oh, that's Advanced. right. That's right. That was nice. awesome. That is really cool. And that, that was pretty unique to the at the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and there seems like there was some car. Like you know, like oh, shit. I don't remember that. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was like a secret. Yeah, it was it was like this purple car. I'm almost positive <laughs> that it was just like a secret car that unlocks somehow. It um, probably is in some Star Wars book somewhere. Yeah, it, it, it was it they a didn't VW make Beetle? It. No, it, I don't know. <laughs> Toyota. Sorry, wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look it up. I'm, I'm Rogue Squadron sure GT. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I unlocked it. and did, did it, was, did it, it was there for giggles. It you didn't know. have a like indoor stage, did it, by any chance? No. 
with, with speeder bikes. Thought, you know where I'm going with that. Like, I don't remember if it had speeder bikes. Didn't the second game the, have the, speeder bikes? Again, the I, second one, I think, speed, did. Had speeder bikes. Had speeder bikes. Yeah. Okay. And it had the app. The, that would have been a reason to buy it right there. It didn't have the ATST, but it was ATSTs. Right? Yeah. Sorry, oh, that wasn't even me this time. It's <laughs> <laughs> me that's going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. That was Martin. Um, well, was was the Battlefront games out yet? Because those were great games, too. Battlefront? Was no, not, what, not yet. No, not yet. Because I remember, remember playing like the Chicken Walkers and all that. Those I remember cool. when uh, we played the, I don't remember if it was one or two. I played it at your house. And it, it was just so fun because like we we're you know we're playing whatever and we saw like Darth Vader and he was just like tearing people. Oh up. man, it's we, fantastic. we got like so excited. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at him go! Whoa, <laughs> Nerd <awesome>. fest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but uh, you know, big surprise! I didn't beat the game, so I didn't get all the way through it. Yeah, I didn't beat that. It, it was enough for me to put it in. I, I bought the GameCube on the faith that there was going to be more games coming out soon. Like, you know, like that I didn't buy it for star Wars, but it was, it looked awesome and I was going to buy it for sure. And I was not interested at all in the other big launch game, the Luigi's mansion or whatever. Um, but <gasps> I know, you know, it has its fans. People have been dying for a, a new Luigi's mansion games for, well, years. there was that yeah. one on 3ds. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I never Super played that cool. one either. Is that's that even, just a remake I've never of it? Played it no, yeah. it's, no, it's, it's not. It's, it's a new it's adventure. Like in, inspired. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it kind of in the same world, kind of continues off of. I don't. Know, I assumed it was weird. just a remake, <laughs> like a pretty up remake on the 3ds. I never played either one. It's especially like you need to check out on the 3ds. Especially since yeah. we know yeah. that the GameCube now had aspirations to have that 3D technology in it. And that that Luigi's Mansion was going to be like a showcase. Well, to do isn't it. the original one coming out on Switch? Luigi's Mansion? Mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Don't know. Um, but anyways, Bear Rose Quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't contribute a whole whole lot to the conversation, but it was beautiful. It looked great. Uh, I, I wonder how it holds up now, though. <laughs> I, I haven't looked mm. back at it. In well, when I get out of the GameCube to play. <laughs> for We're going to have to go back and play these. Yeah, Nick, you're going to have to get that set up so we can all meet you over at your place and we'll yeah. play. I'm serious. I want to do that. That, that would be fun. Yeah. Okay. We could get Logan to come, too. He could be our fourth player. Okay. Get his feedback on some of those. Yeah, he won't like it. He's he's just not a big Zelda fan yet. I mean, it's he's young, so he's just all up Fortnite's butt right now. <laughs> too much <laughs> to play Zelda. All right, guys, so I think what we're going to do is we're going to put a pin in this, uh, as we sometimes do if the topics go way long, and uh, split this up into a two-part episode, because even though I didn't think I had a whole lot to say about the GameCube, it turns out I guess I do. (laughs) We, we, as a group, had plenty of things to say about GameCube. We love the GameCube. I always thought I did, but I I know if I'm truthful, I know I didn't play it as much as I did other Nintendo systems, but I always enjoyed it. I always thought it was a good system. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll pick this up next week and, uh, you guys will join us uh, next week. Um, uh, you know, that'd be cool. <laughs> so sorry, sorry to cut this off in the middle, you guys. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Um, if you are audio listener and you didn't know we're on YouTube, we have a channel where it's, you can see what we're up to and that's youtube.com slash bitgeek. Um, and if you're a video primarily subscriber, you know, it's just from video and you didn't know we have audio as well. We're available on all the you know big audio or podcast services, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Um, and and while I'm on the subject, if you guys don't mind, um, I'm gonna start drilling this in. You know, for every episode, it's like if you listen to us and you you dig it and you like the show, if you wouldn't mind, just leave us a review. Uh, I don't care. You know, like I, obviously, I would like to have a good review, but. You know, leave a review. It, it helps with like the algorithms of the of you know those services, and it help it'll help us just you know find a new audience, more not a new audience, but a bigger audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, when when there's only one or two reviews, it's it's you know we're just not going to get recommended necessarily. So if you guys wouldn't mind maybe giving us a review, uh, particularly in iTunes and Spotify, I assume Google Play and Stitcher has something similar, but please help us out and do that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Ron Avis. Uh, Nick can be found at Nicholas J. Wright. 
uh, Twitter, uh, Martin, you can be Martin Reimer. Yep. yep. Martin Reimer. Right. Um, on Facebook, we have a page that we like to keep up with. Uh, it will give notes on the show. Like I'll have announcements for upcoming shows or whether or not we're going to have a show this upcoming week. So you're mm-hmm. not curious. Uh, on the uh, that's the Bit Geeks is our Facebook page. And, uh, you know, in the past, we've used it to upload pictures or just share interesting things that we just like. But uh, mm-hmm. it, it's also a place that I can go and just let our viewers and listeners know what we're up to. And, you know, like I said, whether or not we're going to have a new episode this week. Um, but that's it. Yeah. You know, again, like and subscribe in the video if you don't mind. Uh, if you do subscribe, there's that little bell icon that notifies you if we do have some new videos. We don't just do the podcast. Like, we, we do bit geek plays and, you know, things like that. Like odds and ends that goes in the YouTube channel. So if you, you know, press the little bell and that'll allow you to get notified when some new content becomes available. You don't have to go looking for it. It'll just let you know. And uh, that that's all I got for housekeeping. Martin, okay. uh, thanks for uh, joining us for this episode. We'll be back, yeah. of course, um, wearing the same clothes. It'll be a time jump for you guys, <laughs> but for us, we're just going to keep on talking. Uh, but for this week, I've been your host, Ron Avis. I'm Nick Wright. I'm Martin Reimer. And we'll see you next week. See you. <laughs>